Are you kidding me? The guy asked for something spooky. Is it a gun that sucks balls? I'm the farting demon in this relationship. <laughs> I'd be an awesome rich person. You're both just an exactly. God, I'm awesome. We're talking Tom Hanks and his vehicles. Yeah, I had my finger in my mouth waiting for you to finish. You gotta get four balls or something? Like dick piercings? <laughs> like, no, you know damn well I'm fucking that demon. It's still sexy. <laughs> How could I be close and not be right? Yeah, I'll just kill some random dude. Hey, everyone, and welcome to Plotty Time, the podcast where we three gamers discuss video game stories in detail. With all the necessary and appropriate backlash, on one side of the table, we have Chump Slap. Your dad and I had a long talk, and we agreed it would be best for all of us if you would just stop being who you are and doing the things you love. <laughs> Jeez. On the other <laughs> side of the table is Dr. Scientist. Some decisions can't be made by thinking, even while drunk. <laughs> Perfect. And my name is Papa Scotch, and as I always say, we have your movie star. Gather $100,000 and await instructions. Who are we? The future. <laughs> Welcome to Plotty Time. So uh, let's get right into it. Dr. Scientist, what are you playing, watching, doing? What's going on at Dr. Scientist land? Uh, not too much, actually. You're doing some experiments? Yeah, yeah. Well, I can't talk about those. No, okay, yeah. Well, usually, like, when you say you don't have any, you didn't really play anything or you didn't really watch anything, I assumed it's because you were dedicating all your free time to experiments. Yeah. yeah. And, and psych and supernatural. Oh, sure, but, of course. Yeah, goes of without course. saying. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, I'm at the season five of Supernatural again. So good. Uh, I started watching Netflix Cabinet of Curiosities. How is it? Not too bad, actually. I enjoy it. So like a series of just random stories? It's anthology, yeah. yeah. That's the word. <laughs> I heard good things, but I haven't seen it yet. I, I'd give it a shot when you have time. All right. There's some good episodes. It, they're not like really scary or anything, but... How long is it? They're all like an hour, hour and a half, two hours, some of the episodes. Oh, wow. Okay. Seems like a long time. <laughs> yeah. Are they like mixed together with a theme or is it just totally standalone type things they're standalone okay i mean creep show style i'm fine with that yeah yeah and of course i watch more rpg limit break which i'll probably be watching for the next couple weeks anyway they're doing their marathons oh they did the marathon like two weeks ago Uh, it's just the the youtube videos of it the ones i watched this week were uh pokemon dungeon and uh kadelka they actually ran oh nice yeah (laughs) Yeah, it's pretty good took them like two hours to beat it sick yeah. I feel like with something like Kadelka, p- speedrunning would just take all the fun out of anything in that game. Yeah. Yeah, that's the point of speedrunning. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it's good, yeah. I suppose you're right. It's not that fun. It's to get it done as fast as possible. Yeah. Well, yeah it's mean, weird uh, how they do some things in RPGs to try and cut down time. Hmm. But uh, I also watched this new movie called uh, Smile. Oh, I wanted to see that. I know. I've been waiting for uh, someone to get it on a Plex server for a while and it was finally there. Is it? Yeah. <laughs> nice. <laughs> It's pretty good. I enjoyed it. Really, okay. Really, did you? Uh, did anybody else watch it? I guess not. No, no, no. I haven't yeah. watched much lately. Yeah, so no spoilers. But it's just yeah. There's an evil guy who smiles. Evil creature entity that smiles. I guess. Ooh. Okay. There's okay. an entity. <laughs> <laughs> Is it a ghoul or a goblin or don't well, no, don't, don't, spoil don't spoil it. it. You're right. You're right. Don't spoil it. Don't it's spoil a it. leprechaun. Oh, oh, I didn't see that coming. No. That's exciting. CGI, though, is not very good. Oh, that's a bummer. Yeah. What did I play? I uh, finished up Morbid Seven Acolytes. I don't remember if you guys either remember. Oh, yeah. Yeah, of course. The walking sim. No, it's, just, it's like a... Damn it. It's like a Souls-like isometric game. Isometric, that's right. I said isometric. I <laughs> <laughs> it's good. I enjoyed it. Yeah. It wasn't hard to platinum either. The cheap game? I think it was like 10 bucks when I bought yeah. it, but it might have been on sale. Cool. It's fun. I think you'd like it. I don't think Papa Scotch would. Nice. Yeah, screw you, Scotchy. 
Yeah, you can't fair. you can't platinum it in five minutes, and it's not a first person shooter. So then, who gives a shit? What's the <laughs> point of existence? <laughs> it's not chill. So why bother? Yeah, right? he said it. And uh, I finally started. Not too far into it, but uh, the Final Fantasy VII remake. Yeah. Oh, for like the first time? Yeah. Oh, yeah. I mean, I played Final Fantasy VII probably four times or five times all the way through. Right, right. Did they already release the second half of that? I yeah. don't know. Uh, it's got to be more than second half because... Well, it's second part. Yeah. I don't know if it's a half. I don't. If they did, I'm going to have to wait for it to be free like I did this one. Well, what do you think so far? Uh, it's really annoying. Really? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> If it wasn't Final Fantasy, I probably wouldn't play past the first 10 minutes. Is it different? Uh, the combat's just... It's an action combat thing. Oh, it's different combat? Yeah, it's not turn-based. Oh, like it. interesting. And it just gets annoying. Like, if you get... Sh- you can, like, get juggled and stuff by gunfire. It's kind of stupid. Oh, that's annoying. And there's parts that force you to walk really slow. Like, it like, cuts into cutscenes, and you can only move at a certain speed. You can't run anymore. Oh, really? You sit there and wait. Like, I'd rather have Damn. a regular cutscene. Yeah. Hmm. You say that until you play Metal Gear Solid Five, and then you're like, I don't ever want to see a goddamn cutscene. No. Cut <laughs> I'll tell you why it's better, because in Metal Gear Solid Five, would you rather have control of your character and walk really slowly, Ooh, or would you rather no, watch the cutscene? I would not. Yeah. But then again, I do have a fond memory of playing Metal Gear Solid Five, where, well, I guess it's not a fond memory. But <laughs> I, was, I was like, I'm going to get to the next spot, whatever, level change, and I'll, I'll call it a night, because it was getting late. <laughs> And then the fucking cutscene started, and it was 48 minutes long. <laughs> and it was like multiple stages. Like, it was telling, it was like an episode of a TV show. I'm like, what the fuck? Why do we keep, oh my God. I just want to go to sleep and save my yeah. goddamn game. I'm just like, I want to go to sleep. This probably won't take long. Was it five minutes? No. That's funny. <laughs> I'm so pissed. Anyway. Anyway, that's about all I did. Cool. So let's uh, hear what Scotchy does over there. In Scotchland. Oh, thanks for asking. Well, we watched a bunch of shit. Oh, oh, oh like shit, like good. bad or shit, like general stuff. Like uh, just general stuff. Okay. Like feces. did one of? I'll start with the one. Did one of you talk about Deadstream? No. no. It sounds like something I'd remember. <laughs> uh, it was a. I did. I could have sworn we talked about this, or did I just make it up? Maybe I don't know. I have it in my list. Maybe I talked about it last time, but I don't think so. I think so. you... Well, I, give me the plot and let's see if I remember. I wasn't going to listen last time anyway. It's a I guy who was on social media and he basically got canceled and he's trying to redeem himself by going into a haunted house and staying the whole night, but it's actually haunted. No, I don't remember that at all. Hmm. I mean, we could have talked about other things exactly like I it. swear to God, you talked about this job slap. I swear I, to God. I don't know. Are you sure you're not thinking of a uh, High and Mighty podcast with John Gabris because he talked about it on there? Yeah, I wasn't talking about the High and Mighty podcast. <laughs> yeah, I'm sure about that part. Huh. But uh, Deadstream, it was not bad. If you if you're into the ghost hunt gone wrong, and you're fine with like uh, it, it's basically like all portrayed through social media and the cameras that he has, so it's like one of those. No, made it was good. almost no it budget. Yeah, it was just like a YouTube guy. Yeah, low budget, but it was pretty decent. Did you figure out what he did to get canceled? I mean, they said it in the thing, but I don't remember what it was. It's something like beating up a bum. It was like bum fights or oh, something. Oh, yeah, that's right. He like paid homeless guys to fight, and then one of them Got died. Got seriously injured or something. Yeah. Oh, I'm, I'm like glad it took one of them dying to stop that. 
Well, but it was like he was in the fight. He got paid his money. He left, and then he, like later on, like he passed away from his injuries or something like that. Yeah, yeah. So, and we're we're actually gonna see some of this exact scenario in the game we're talking about. True. But uh, what else I watch? Uh, I watched a real weird one. Ooh. Real weird one. Have you guys heard of the Berberian Sound Studio? <laughs> of course, Berberian. <laughs> Berberian Sound Studio. It sounds like someone making up an RPG. <laughs> it does. It does. But it has Toby Jones in it. No who, idea who that is. Marvel Cinematic Universe. Who is he? The doctor, the German doctor, or the German scientist who made Red Skull. That little guy. Okay. Squirrely guy with the glasses. He's a British actor. He, he's he's a very big that guy. You know? Yeah, I know who you're talking about. All right, all right. But uh, he's basically this sound engineer from the UK that gets called into this production in Italy and... I'm still not 100% sure what happened at all in it. It's one of those films. It's very Ooh. Lynchian. It's very confusing. Right it's, it's really big on sound, obviously. Oh, I don't like listening to things. It's Oh, then you're not. You're going to hate this one. Don't, <laughs> skip it. But I thought it was weird, and I want to watch it again to see if I understand any of it. Because huh. it's one of those that cool. starts as like a real narrative, and you're following this guy doing his job as like an effects mixer on this Italian film. And then it, then you just have like people come in to do like the weird Italian horror movie screams and stuff. Hmm. It's it's wild. Check it out <clears throat> if you're into weird shit. What was it called? Berbiglia? Berberian Sound <laughs> Studio. Close. With Toby Jones. Okay. All right. Uh, I watched a handful of movies I've seen before then. I watched uh, The Addams Family, the original one with Raul Julia and... Christina Ricci. Christina Ricci. And I can't remember the the... Who is the? It wasn't Meryl Streep. Who's who's the who's uh? Gretchen Gomez. Whitmer. What? What's not Gretchen? <laughs> oh, I feel bad. She's a fantastic, but she I was great. Know. The NSI, the original one. We know it. We love it. Uncle yeah, Fester yeah. is played by Christopher Lloyd. Who doesn't love it? Yes, yes, yes. Uh, then Wes Craven's New Nightmare. Oh, because we had to finish the Nightmare the on Elm Street series. Oh, I thought you were finishing the Bull movies. <laughs> These are all movie bull picks, okay. by the way. Every single one of these I'm talking about. And possibly next week's as well. <laughs> possibly. <laughs> possibly. Well, there's still some in there. There's a lot in there. We overdid it. And then we, uh, well, plus we were really busy this month, so we didn't get a lot of chance to Fair. really not like nail into that bowl. Yeah, save it for next year. There we go. And you don't know what's in it. Usually Ooh. now it's gonna. It's still the bowl. The bowl is still there. And now we are uh, basically... If we're both indecisive or don't feel like watching anything specific, we'll just pull from the bull. Mm-hmm. The bull decides the bowl. all. So. <laughs> and then we watched uh, The Last Shift, the one where the rookie police officer is in the the uh, the, the police <laughs> store. <laughs> Why can't police I think store? of it? The police store where they sell police. Uh, the police the... Uh, station. Yeah, station. there you go. Yeah, the police station. Movie. Have you guys seen this? Oh, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 I thought it was pretty good. It it's was fun right. to revisit. Yeah, it was a good one. And then The Shining. We also watched The Shining. The Shining? Oh, you had time to watch a four-hour movie. <laughs> <laughs> no, right? Oh, The Shining. Oh, it's always great. Yeah, all right. No, no notes. Uh, and then what did I play? Really? Only things... I, I went back to Chell and Tiny Tina. Yeah. Just uh, I don't want to play Tiny Tina anymore. Not that I dislike it. It's just that you it's have Chell. Just, no, it's just that... Well, yeah, I'm more into Chell right now, but at the same time, it's... It's just side missions now. Like, I feel like I'm just ticking boxes yeah, to get yeah. stuff done. So I'm doing like a couple a day just to get it out of the way. But you're max level, so you get the max level guns now? Yeah, but most of them are just useless. Like, I haven't, I still haven't found a set of guns I really like. But 
I unlocked what the myth rank, which is the equivalent of the badass level. Mm-hmm. So I'm I'm like getting super powered up at this point. Oh, nice. And then yeah, that's all I played and watched. How about you there, Sir Chomp Slap? What are you doing? What's, what's what's going on? I'm still fucking playing. Still fucking. Still fucking, bro. Yeah, dog. Get him. <laughs> no, I'm still playing Horizon. Oh, you've been playing that for a minute now. I I opened the arena. Ah, boy. <laughs> I didn't. I played it once, and I was. I didn't beat the time, and I was like, Let's, "I don't feel like doing this right now." Oh, is it timed? Yes. Yeah. yeah, there's time to re. Like you, they throw a bunch of robots at you, and you have to kill them in a certain time to get points. Oh, that sucks. Some of them turn out to be very easy, and some are fucking impossible. And then you realize that you're doing the impossible ones completely wrong, and then you're like, "Oh, these aren't that bad." Yeah, I assume it's just you have to know what to what element to use and shit like that but. yeah oh so it's one of the things you have to fight at once and then figure out what you're doing that's even more well, no you could just look through your rolodex of shit and figure it out before you jump in but i don't know whatever i was able to do like the first couple like enough to get a good set of armor and a good weapon and then i came back way later that's oh really I, yeah i like i couldn't do it <laughs> like the first and i was like oh well my weapons still suck i still have fucking blue weapons yeah so I just got the armor from doing all the salvage missions. That's my first legendary. Nice. Did you do the races? No. They suck. I didn't like They them. do suck, but there's only four, and you get a sweet bow. So uh, Races and time segments? Uh, I know. I know. I hated how those are the two ways to get good armor. Like, it doesn't exist outside of that, really. Oh, really? Fuck. It's, it's hard to find legendary stuff, and the easiest and fastest way is the race and... Well, the salvage missions. The salvage missions, yeah, that was also there, too. And the arena. Those yep. are really the best ways to do it. All right. You can get it from, like, other missions, but they're way late. Yeah. Yeah, I still have missions that are, like, level 20, 22 now. I'm clearing all the low ones. Okay. That's slow but sure. Talk about checking boxes, man. I feel you. <laughs> Tell me about it. I'm level, like, 30 now, and I'm still doing these level 17, 20 missions. <laughs> and just destroying them. And you're like, yeah. all right, I guess what's next? Feels great compared to how it started and you're getting your ass kicked by the smallest fucking... Is it at that point where you're just fast traveling between points and running and doing the next yeah, stage of it? Yeah, But, you know, it's still fun. Still a good <laughs> game. It was... I, I believe I said it on this podcast. It was one where I finished the Platinum and I was like, oh, I wish I had something else for me to do in this game. Really? I liked it. I liked playing it. It was great. Dude, I only use hunter bows, though. Like, they have so many weapons, and all I use is hunter bows. And the- so there, you have to look at the, the I forget what they're called, but the spike things you throw. Yeah, yeah. Caltrops? One of them explodes. It's like a, oh. it's like a spear, spear, and it explodes. But uh, there's a orange one that I think you do via uh, the two women who are weapon yeah, makers yeah. that you find. In the, like, if you do all their missions, they give you a fucking sweet spike. Yeah, they give you the first prototype exploding one. And, like, in the beginning, yeah. And then you find you you find them out in the wild in other missions. You do those yeah. for them, and they get you a sweet one. I'd check that out, too. All right. Well, there we <laughs> That's go. That's helpful. Well, well, what I watch, watched uh, this movie called Deadstream. You guys hear about this? <laughs> Did you seriously fucking watch Deadstream, and you just acted like you didn't watch it? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> well, I just said, I just asked you a well, question. Well, no, he I- actually said, did I talk about it last time and didn't take it out of my notes? Yeah. <laughs> those are my exact words. Thank yeah, you. Yeah. That's bullshit. <laughs> Go back and listen to the tape. Dude, I have editorial power. I can just delete that, that part. <laughs> and be like, see, he lied. Did you guys hear it out there? No, you didn't. You're just going to hear so. me say like, er, 
uh, never seen that. <laughs> exactly. Well, yeah, I liked it. It was good. It was fun. It was a good movie. I enjoyed the time I spent with it. Yeah, right. Then I watched, uh, you guys hear about this one called Weird, the Al Yankovic story. Oh, is that the one with Daniel Radcliffe? I want to see it so bad. Yeah. I've been wanting it's to watch real, it. It's funny, dude. It's I, really I good. really wanted to watch it. I, where'd you watch it? What's it's it on? on? It's free on the Roku app or something. Okay. Because there, there's just an ad when I turned on my Roku. I was like, oh, sweet. And th- I had to download the Roku app. I've seen like interviews with Daniel Radcliffe and Weird Al. Yeah, Al-Yank he's really good in it. And then Weird Al plays a part. And hey, Daniel Radcliffe's a pretty good actor. There's so many cameos. Like Lin-Manuel Miranda is plays a surgeon in it. <laughs> it's a like, surgeon? Yeah, it's fucking weird. Dude, everyone loves Weird Al because he's just the nicest guy in, in entertainment. Yeah. So everyone's yeah. like gets a call from me. Can you help? They're like, fuck yeah, of course. <laughs> I didn't know what I was getting into. Like, I was like, it's, is it supposed to be a biopic or is it just fun? And it's like, oh, it's just funny. It's, yeah. I don't know if his life is like super interesting or exciting. So maybe they just have so. to make it funny. Yeah. yeah. I think he wrote it, right? He definitely had a lot to do with yeah. it. Yeah. Yeah. Cause fucking, oh, what's his name? Scott Ackerman's in it as a cop. <laughs> awesome. <laughs> yeah. You see everybody. It's a good time. Really funny too. So watch that. We'll talk about it next time. And then I saw Terrifier 2. Sounds good. I I, will I be completely lost if I watch Terrifier 2 if I haven't seen Terrifier 1? No, because okay. Terrifier 1 doesn't... It's just the same guy, but he's just terrifying these two women. And Terrifier 2, it's just super gory. <laughs> okay. There's no no real story. It's just super gory for the sake of being gory. And, I don't know. Is it good or... I... It was Okay. It's a little long, but okay. I think it's like it clocks in like two hours twenty minutes or something. Whoa! For nah, come on! I swear <laughs> yeah. to God, I'll look that up. Maybe I'm wrong, but well, that was more of a come on for them, not not. Uh, as good. <laughs> I think so. It's fucking long, and it's just weird, stupid shit. Just blood, gore. Huh. I don't know. I just heard that people are passing out in the movie theaters, puking or whatever. So I figured I'd check it out. Uh, yeah. was, it, was it worth the hype? Eh, I mean. Didn't even make me pass out or puke or nothing, but it's not to brag. <laughs> <laughs> Tough guy over here. <laughs> but yeah, I uh, I enjoyed it, but not wasn't great. Weird is way better than both of these movies. So okay, okay. Well, that's that's about all I did. So okay, well then, I mean, with that being said, let's go ahead and move on to video game news slash stuff. Wait, no, uh, we're not plotty doing time we're doing the check. Let's go ahead and move into the plotty time vibe check. <laughs> What are we vibing on today? I don't know. What, what, what? I'm going to just keep that in. But every t- every uh, week we talk All of about... it. That should be the intro every time. Yep. Stuff tangentially related to gaming that I feel like talking about. And I want to start with a little bit of a story time that's also kind of news. All right. Mm-hmm. So I'm, I'm, I'm sitting there. Uh, it was late at night. Ooh. And these days, late at night's like 11 p.m. That's super late. Yeah, dude. <laughs> that's almost morning. Yeah. <laughs> Well, I was editing this podcast, and uh-huh. while I was listening to our segments, dicking around the internet on another monitor, just, you know, seeing what's go- seeing what the news is on the Efficiently street. Efficiently you know? doing your job, yeah. yeah. Yeah, yeah. And then, so, I got an email that said, hey, hey, buddy, we know you're a sucker. How about this new PlayStation controller? It's time to pre-order, baby. <laughs> oh, is it? That's a weirdly tailored email to you. They know him. <laughs> they do. Like, you buy everything from every email we send you, even the fucking 
shell to the PS5. <laughs> so how about you buy this bullshit? And then I was like, yeah, absolutely. So I went in, I clicked on it, I added it to the cart, and then I was like, what the fuck am I doing? <laughs> like, we talked about this. I said, you know, if there's if there's a review and it's great or there's a true case for it, then yeah, maybe I'll pick it up or, you know, if there's a sale. Yeah, you don't have to be the first to get it. <laughs> yeah, for fucking 200 bucks? Nah. So I, I, I put it in the cart and I'm like, you know what? I'm going to sleep this one off. If I still want it in the morning, uh, then, then I'll order it. I'll, I'll... I'm sure you'll get an email that says your cart. You yeah, oh, yeah, you in will. Your cart. I thought he'd accidentally try and delete it from his cart and hit <laughs> check out instead. Oh, and they're now. like, thanks for buying it. I'm like, wait, what? <laughs> no, and then I completely forgot about it for two days, and then I went back and saw it in my cart, and I'm like, nah, so I didn't buy it. Holy oh, shit. Wow, I did not expect it. the story to end that way. No, holy shit. I think the real impetus for it was that well, what if I buy it and really like it? Then I'm going to have to buy two. So one's charging while I'm using the other one. And I'm like, no, I'm not doing it. I'm yeah. not going through it. So Good for that's you. the big news. I didn't buy something. I'm proud of you. I didn't. Also, I didn't buy, and this is the second piece of vibing, the uh, Call of Duty Modern Warfare 2 I didn't pick up. Oh, nice. I don't know. People are pressuring me at work. but Yeah, but you play multiplayer. I don't. I know. So I'm like, I can't. I'm not going to spend $70 for a goddamn eight-hour-long campaign. Yeah. And I heard people who data-mined it said there's actually zombies already in the game, but they didn't release them. That's what... It, so if they came out with a big update that was a new zombies thing that was at least as good as Cold War, I would buy it. But they're not, so... I'm thinking maybe they'll do that next year. Like, because they're not coming out with a new Call of Duty, maybe they'll just drop zombies next year. Yeah, I think they were talking how, like, uh, they want to make it into, like, a Call of Duty launcher, basically, for, like, Warzone and the games. Yeah. So that's why there's information for zombies, because eventually uh, it's going to be in that menu. That makes sense. But uh, I also saw the news that Microsoft is planning to have Call of Duty on Sony, PlayStation, forever. Like, that's... Yeah, well, of course they are. As long as they're making money. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, I think it was one of the dumbest narratives that anyone has ever said that's like, oh, Microsoft bought it, so they bought Activision, so. I love how people online try and pretend these people, like companies, don't want to make money. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You'll yeah, never I get mean, it on PlayStation. Yeah. That's like God of War won't come to PC. Yeah, well. It's absolutely insane that they'd be like, no, they're going to just cut off half their goddamn audience. Yeah. Let's, you know what, guys? I think this game is gangbusters and everyone's buying it. Let's let's purposely make half the revenue we did this yeah. year. Yeah, we're making too much money. And I mean, our consoles don't sell as well <laughs> as other ones in other countries, but as long as in the United States, we can do all right. That's all right. Yeah, it's all about it's all about America, dude. We just know how business is done, guys. What can we say? <laughs> also, I I saw another headline that was very funny to me because I like to buy physical copies, mm -hmm. and apparently, if you put the Call of Duty. Modern Warfare 2 disc into a computer or, what, or look at it or look how big it is, it's literally 75 megabytes. You download the entire fucking thing <laughs> that anyway makes, from yeah. the disc. Exactly. So why don't they just put it on a fucking little flash drive nowadays? You know what I mean? Well, yeah. Whatever. <laughs> you're, you're, it's gonna The file's gonna end up being a couple gigs, right? Yeah, like 100. Yeah. Yeah, but that's the thing. Like They don't even bother putting it on the disc for you to load and maybe like download a day one patch no but you still have to spin that disc all the yeah. time you're playing it. <laughs> yeah exactly it's loud as fuck so that was interesting i don't i don't know what your obsession with physical copies is actually he likes to ha collect things yeah i like to collect things that's really what it comes down to yeah speaking I of like seeing them on the shelf 
Speaking of. Oh, well, Papa Scott, did you see that uh, awesome NASCAR news this week? <laughs> this week? Yeah. Maybe three weeks. Are you talking about the dude who like blasted himself against the wall? Oh, yeah. People? That was awesome. It was, oh. it was the most exciting thing I've ever seen in NASCAR. Yeah, yeah. and I guess people were mad because he didn't NASCAR right. <laughs> I was like, dude, go fuck yourself. I think, yo, yeah, because he used to do it in uh, the GameCube version of NASCAR 2005 or whatever. Yeah, it makes sense physically. And he's like, I wanted to see if it would work. And it does, and now everyone's going to do it. Well, they'll, they'll, they'll probably make it illegal or something to do that now. But Yeah. But how do you make it illegal? Like, oh, you hit the wall. That's illegal. It's like, well, I wasn't fucking trying. Well, the problem is when everybody starts to try and do it. <laughs> Then they'll all start doing it. They'll start rubbing. And if you ain't rubbing, you ain't racing. <laughs> yeah, I like what he's like. I think it's more of a safety thing. He's just like, <laughs> yeah, I just. probably. I'm just fucking around. Took my hands off the wheel and floored it. Yeah. <laughs> I let the wall do the steering. It was amazing. That is amazing. There was, they, they, they like had a, of other, like the other racers, they had the audio of them talking. And the one guy was like, yeah, we're going to, oh, we're going to do pretty well here. And he's like, oh my God, it does work. <laughs> <Did it> really? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Because so cool. they're all the age that they would have played it and done yeah, that in the video yeah. games. Yeah, like someone would have mentioned it, and then every single person completely independently is like, oh shit, yeah. <laughs> I think I tried that in whatever racing game, and it, it was really fast. It's just funny to watch the video, too, because he he's, looks like he's... He's super fast. He looks like he's three <laughs> times as fast as everybody else, and he's just flying around the turns. <laughs> yeah, if you haven't seen it, go fucking watch yeah, that. It, but guys, he didn't NASCAR right. <laughs> I, I don't care because it was amazing. It was the most exciting NASCAR thing ever. Well, you said rubbing is racing. How many times are we going to talk about NASCAR on this podcast? Never. Whenever we say, fuck you, Brandon, or whatever those people say. <laughs> Wait, it's not fuck you, Brandon. <laughs> no, it's not. <laughs> I want to share this. <laughs> <laughs> fuck you, Brandon. <laughs> oh, boy. Oh, anyway, so the other news that came out that I want to talk about you guys are aware the Callisto Protocol is coming out very soon. Yeah, yeah. I've heard about it. And apparently the game is violent and gory, which, you know, Ooh. that's not a surprise to us. We all knew yeah. the guy that made yeah. Dead Space is going to make some gory shit. So they sent it to the ratings board in Japan. Japan said, no, you got to take out some of this stuff. And the makers of the Callisto Protocol said, go fuck yourself. <laughs> so they're not releasing it in Japan. Dude, come on. It's awesome. Why? Not really. Oh well, Japan they'll just buy it an American version and get shipped there. I mean, who cares? But it was refused classification by the country's zero C E R O rating system. So you probably and can't get it in Australia either, right? Australia's hard on that shit. That'd be interesting to see. I can't imagine PAL's much better or Europe. Yeah, I don't know. We got in America, brother. Yeah, I'm I'm really trying hard not to pre-order it. Yeah, no. <laughs> Just put it in your cart. <laughs> in my cart. Think I'll wait till tomorrow morning, and if I still want to do it. No, you got to wait. You have other shit to play right now. Don't worry about it. What, I, Chell? And- I keep playing fucking Chell, which is basically hockey accounting. <laughs> <laughs> That's really what I'm doing. Like, I have the packs. I have all these cards. I sell the cards. I get the money for the cards. Buy I play packs. games that gives me more money. I buy collectibles that upgrade the cards to better player. Like, it's so fucking stupid. I can't believe I keep doing this every, <laughs> every year. year. Oh, my God. Every year. And then I stop doing it when I get bored of playing the game, which happens way later in the year than it should because <laughs> hockey's still on, and I like hockey. So I pay attention to that, and I'm like, yeah, sure, I'll... 
I'll fucking play a game of chill while this game's on. And so I'm playing virtual hockey while watching real hockey. Yeah, yeah that's, that makes sense. And then a movie on the other TV. <clears throat> and my wife's like, what are you doing with your life? Well, I'm you, enjoying myself. What you should do is watch two movies, play it, and then listen to hockey on the radio. Oh, boy. Oh, wow. You're right. That's, a, that's the next you movie, play, I think. Play it remotely on his phone. <laughs> that's what I meant, yeah. yeah. That's what I used to do. That's the, the next evolution, I guess. Well, because I couldn't watch Penguins games where I live, so I had to listen to it on the radio. <laughs> that whole league needs to get its fucking act together when it comes to... You letting fans watch the goddamn games they want. I, I won't get into it. I won't get into it. We've, right. we've done this. Yeah, I don't want yeah, to not, get me started on NHL Center Ice. That's not a vibe. <laughs> fucking A. Anyway, that's all we got for fucking Plotty Time Vibe Check. How about we get to the game? How does that sound, guys? Dude, let's get into this. Oh, Good. This game, as you can tell by the name of the episode, is called The Warriors, mm-hmm. based off the 1979 classic film, mm-hmm. which you guys have not seen, right? No. No, man. I've okay. heard that it was good, but after watching this, I don't really think it is. I just have one question. Is it like it's the whole movie covered in this game? Yes. Okay. But the movie starts with the meeting. Yeah, I figured it's so much. all this stuff that happens before is just stuff in the universe of this game. Right, right. So all the boring stuff that we see and go through. Mm-hmm. Uh, but the movie's fantastic. It's phenomenal. It's absolutely fucking ridiculous, and they take it so seriously, and it just <laughs> and it just works. It just works. All right. But uh, it was re- this game. The Warriors was released October seventeenth, two thousand five. Number one song in the country, guys. We have another repeat. Oh, oh shit! Did and you sing gonna, this one yet? I uh, no, I didn't sing. It was right before I started singing. Pharrell happy. <laughs> October seventeenth, two thousand five. You guys ready? Oh, I'm always ready for this. Eighteen years, eighteen years. She got one of your kids. Got you for eighteen years. I know somebody paying child support for one of his kids. His baby mom's car crib is bigger than he is. His. You see him on TV on any given Sunday, win the Super Bowl and drive off in a Hyundai. She was supposed to buy your shorty Tyco with your money. She went to the doctor, got lipo with your money. She walked around looking like Michael with your money. Should have got that insured Geico for your money. Now I ain't saying she's a gold digger. I was going to say gold digger. (laughs) Okay, thanks for not letting me uh, say that next line. (laughs) I thought if I interjected, it was good, good, good. Gold Digger by Kyle. I thought that's what it was, but I wasn't. I couldn't really tell because it was more like you were reading it than singing it. Yeah, so like the way you the way you rhyme money with money with money with money there. <laughs> yeah, there were four in a row. <laughs> yeah, and Sunday and Hyundai. I mean, that's the genius of Kanye West. And <laughs> yeah, right. As we all know, as of late, he's quite a master of words. Oh yeah. Fucking idiot. So the number <laughs> number one movie in the country. Uh, you're not going to get it from the tagline. The tagline is "No one gets out alive." The descent. All these taglines are so generic. I love it. So here's the synopsis. And you, you, I guarantee you both have heard of this, and I guarantee you'll both be shocked it was the number one movie. All right. Synopsis. A team of space marines known as Rapid Response Tactical doom? Squad. It's Doom. That was number one? I know, dude. Is that the one with The Rock? Yeah. It is led by Sarge, The Rock, is sent to a science facility on Mars after somebody reports a security breach. Then they learn the alert came from a test object. Well, there's a different time. I, it must have been. <laughs> it was October. It was kind of spooky. It had the Doom name on it. And yeah. the Rock was in it. I get yeah. how it Put could your be Rock's name on it. It's going to be number one. Yeah. I guess, yeah. For at least a while. Uh, although that was 15 years ago. Damn. He was probably tiny. 
<laughs> uh, this day in history, 1931 on October 17th. I should have put that down there, too, in that heading. Uh, Al Capone is convicted on five of the 23 counts of tax evasion against him. Later, fined $50,000 and sentenced to 11 years in jail. Ooh. That's how they got Capone. Tax evasion. Yeah, I remember that. Of course, we all do. <laughs> yeah. In 1931. Oh, yeah. Uh, this was released, this game, for PlayStation 2 and Xbox. It was developed by Rockstar Toronto and published by Rockstar Games. It is a single-player action-adventure beat-em-up. Mm. I picked it. I'm a huge fan of the movie, so if you guys don't mind. Yeah, take it. Yeah, man. Take it away. The less I have to talk about it, the better. Um, I'm going to try to add some context. I'm going to try to talk about what's going on as it relates to the movie. I feel like this game was good, but it had a lot of filler, which I think is what you want for a game. But Yeah, especially one based on a movie. There's got to be yeah, some, yeah. Not so great for... It, it's... I don't know. I got to unpack some thoughts as we go on. But <laughs> all right. The, it starts out almost shot for shot, the exact same sequence as the movie where they're all talking, the Warriors. Warriors are a gang from Coney Island. Mm-hmm. If you don't know New York, I believe that's south of Brooklyn. I should have looked that up. Doesn't matter. Well, it, I mean, if you're not from New York, you just assume it's the amusement part of New York because that's where all the... The amusement park, yeah. The yeah. amusement park is. So it's the amusement park district of New York. <laughs> and then the setup is we're following that gang, the Warriors... Uh, the Gramercy Riffs, they're the biggest gang in New York City with a leader by the name of Cyrus. Mm-hmm. And he's planning to basically unite all of the gangs in New York City to take over the island. And in this beginning, all the gangs are headed to this big meeting with Cyrus to see if he's the real deal or not. Hey, and let me get this right. There was a gang of mimes, right? Oh, yeah, the hi-hats. You got damn right yeah, there was. Yeah. All of these ridiculous gangs you see in this video game were all in the movie, buddy. Oh, that makes it worse. No, they're so fucking ridiculous. It's great. It's great. <laughs> uh, and now this is uh, Cyrus then gets shot, and then we cut to three months earlier. At this point, we are out of the movie. This is just the game. All of this intro back until we get to the meeting again, which is like three, qu- well, like 60% of the goddamn game. Oh, yeah, it was. It was pretty fucking long. <laughs> so this is all made up. How long's the movie? It's like an hour 40, hour 35, hour 45, something like that. Yeah, the video that I watched this was longer. Oh, for sure. For sure. The whole point of the movie was actually based off a novel, which was based off a very classic Greek story that I don't have in front of me. <laughs> oh, I thought it was based off like a knock-knock joke. Also, the amazing song, 100 Miles and Running" from NWA, was based off of this movie. Oh, okay. And, uh... They actually pull some sound clips from the movie for that song. But anyway, so we're now three months earlier. Uh, the you're, you're starting to get... You've just started the gang of the Warriors, and you need to get your reputation up so other gangs take you seriously, and you can control your turf. Uh, you start with a guy by the name of Rembrandt. He is the tagging expert, I suppose, in your gang. Yeah. Which I expected him to be like, oh, you're the guy. Like, you're the artist. Your name's Rembrandt, for Christ's sake. Yeah, seriously. You're, you're the tagger. I expected him to do amazing murals, and it's just a fucking W. Yeah. Anyway, so he's the new blood. He's working with Cleon, who is the head of the Warriors, and another guy by the name of Vermin, who's one of the fighters in the Warriors. Uh, They start by fighting homeless people to see if you can bop, because in this universe, bop means fight. I thought it meant run. (laughs) I just kept thinking of uh, Frank Reynolds when he was talking about bopping. (laughs) 
you fight these homeless guys and kick their ass, and then I guess that's it. You're from Coney Island, and you can fight homeless people. You're in the gang. And then you need you have a mission where you have to go get some Flash, which is what they call the healing item in this game, which I'm pretty sure is... A drug? Yeah, it's either painkillers or cocaine. Yeah. Like, I don't... It's one of the two. So, a new another group comes in. They're called the Destroyers. Throw a Molotov cocktail through the window, and you get your first sequence. You meet some of the guys. Uh, one of them's Ajax, who is voiced by and played by in the film, James Remar. Were they all voiced by the same people that played them in the film? Not all of them, but at least, I think, half or more okay, okay. were voiced by the same people that played in the film. But it was like... If you watch the movie, Ajax does not sound or look much like James Remar does now. Yeah. But it's his adult voice in the video game, so I was a little thrown off by that. <laughs> nice. But uh, he's definitely about to commit sexual assault, and it's played off yeah, like, "Hey, yeah, you knock that, you knock that off, young man. We've got, we've got destroyers to bop." <laughs> uh, you meet up with Fox. You trash a cop car by punching it, which is always a fun thing in video games. Mm-hmm. Uh, you meet two other guys by the name of Swan and Cochise. Swan is basically the second in command. Right. And the Destroyers, they tag the hangout. There's a big brawl. The Warriors hit them back the same night, tag their hangout. A lot of back and forth with gangs. A lot of tutorial type shit at this point. You even tag one of the Destroyers' jackets. Yeah, you sure do. <laughs> they don't care for that. We will get more backstory on the Destroyers as well and the Warriors. But uh, there's there's this movie. the game's very cinematic. This point, we go to... Cyrus, the, remember, the leader of the Gramercy Rifts, the guy that was shot. Oh, yeah. And he's doing some planning for the meeting in Van Cortland Park. And I really like this part because they're, like, building multiple storylines. Mm-hmm. And uh, then you come back, you play as Vermin. You get stuck on the subway during some kind of blackout, <coughs> some riot. And then this is where you briefly run into one of the fan favorites from this franchise, the Baseball Furies. Fucking ridiculous. That is so ridiculous. And it's amazing. Amazing. You guys got to see this movie. Hell no. Yeah, it's just as dumb as you think, and they take it so ser- There's a gang of dudes on roller skates. Yeah, that sounds about right for this 1979. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so uh, then we also start following another gang called the Rogues. Their main guy is Luther, uh, who I thought it was a lot better in the movie because we don't know much about him and we don't see him very much. He's just some guy who's in charge of a couple dudes who's clearly out of his mind. Yeah, they really drive that home and just... they drive it home a little too much right he got he got very annoying in the game in the movie he's more menacing oh okay and you know you just see a little meetup you're back at the hideout and then you you get to the point where you can hear gang updates on the radio yeah that's pretty cool which is also kind of what happened in the movie <laughs> really there's like a pirate radio yeah like when uh cyrus is shot in the movie that's how all the other gangs know to go after the warriors because they the woman came on the radio and said the Warriors shot cyrus yeah you spoilers see him out there <laughs> yeah that happens in the game too so. spoilers for 20 minutes from now <laughs> yeah right <laughs> but uh you hear that there's this gang called the orphans and they claim they took out the warriors which also doesn't make sense because they're in the movie and it's the first time you meet them in the anyway uh, it basically just establishes that both these gangs are in the minors. So you leave to go fuck them up. They end up running away before the fight, and you punch them anyway. And you briefly meet Mercy, who is one of the few females in the game. Yeah. I guess the Lizzies are also in it, too. Yeah. But uh, you find their leader, Sola. You screw up his car. Uh, he isn't very smart. And you, you, you show those orphans who's in charge, you know? Yeah, man. That sounds like a terrible thing to say. <laughs> Show those orphans who's <laughs> yeah, in charge. that really does. Don't take that out of context, people. Don't, <laughs> don't take that. Come on. 
So then we get to this point where Rembrandt finds this flyer for an art competition that <laughs> gangs get invited to. Graffiti showdown. Yeah. Yeah. The, none of this was in the movie. No shit. At all. <laughs> but would, it seems it seems to be all the gangs come. They they have a truce for the day. You know, it's like a little friendly competition. And then they all leave. And Rembrandt got a bunch of shit because he entered the Warriors and he didn't say anything to anybody. But he ends up winning anyway. Yeah. Uh, the the mime gang crashes the party. The hi hats. Their yeah. leader is a guy by the name of Chatterbox, who's never in the movie because miming is the true art form. Because they this graffiti showdown took place on the hi hats territory. And oh, you think you would have figured that, that out? Like nobody said anything. Well, they just throw. They just break up the whole thing. Everyone's having such a fun time, and these jerks come in. But uh, eventually, Chatterbox gets crushed by some scaffolding, but he's fine. <laughs> yeah, I thought he died there. And then the warriors pass through Chatterbox's art gallery, fucking destroy all of it, and he, he starts crying. Yeah, he gets real pissed. And I don't know if we see him again in this game. Uh, don't remember. I don't think we do. I don't know. And we get another brief cutaway to Cyrus planning the meeting. Uh, he's talking to his number two in the in command, a guy by the name of Masai, mm-hmm. who is, he's like, this is, a, this is not a great idea, bud. And he's like, no. This this could be amazing if we unite everybody. So they're making the warriors are making their way home. They get word that Virgil, who's the head of the destroyers, went after one of their warriors by the name of Ash. Uh, Cleon finds Ash. He's dead. It turns out to be a huge trap. They get away from Virgil, and then the warriors they start going to all the stores that are under destroyer protection and start trashing them. <sighs> Makes sense. Yeah. Oh yeah. What else would you do? It's classic <laughs> mob shit. And then you. Boss fight Virgil as Cleon, and this is where we get where Cleon and Virgil knew each other before this. They have no. a history. Is this all in the movie? No, none of this is. Okay. Absolutely. I don't even think the destroyers are in the movie. They might be, but very briefly. And then you burn Virgil alive. You get another radio report a little bit later that says a cop was killed in Pelham. Pelham? 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 Taking of Pelham, one, two, three. Yeah. Pe- taking of Pelham. Pelham. Yeah. Okay. So the Warriors got some people there scouting this whole Cyrus situation. So you got to go up there and check and see if they're alive because we don't have cell phones in 1979. True that. And then we're following the rogues and they kill the cop and they don't plan on taking the blame for this. (laughs) So you also meet another gang. There's a lot of gangs. A lot of them. This one is the Turnbull ACs. Oh, yeah. And they started some shit, and they ended up closing down a subway station. So you need to divert them. So some locals like, hey, you guys can just hop around the sewers and get around. No big deal. And then you end up rolling right into their hideout. You start a fight. You're looking for a guy by the name of Birdie, who's their leader in a wheelchair. And then you boss fight him, kill him, walk away. That's about it. Don't they say we need we need the cops to open the station, and then they throw somebody on the tracks, and they get hit by a train, and then the cops come in? Did I make that up? No, uh, possibly. I don't remember that. They're like, well, if, if this guy gets hit by a train, they'll have to open the station and come in. I don't know. Okay. I maybe. believe they, they did. They might have sent someone into the train as a diversion. Yeah, yeah. Maybe. All right. You're back with Cyrus and his badass karate training of the Gramercy Rifts. Masai tells him about this whole Turnbull ACs thing and how the Warriors killed Birdie. And he's like, well, the Turnbulls want revenge. And Cyrus is like, no. No retribution. Keep an eye on those warriors, though. Because, <laughs> you know, the, the meeting's coming in, in a little bit. We don't need to start fights here. I'm trying to unite everybody, guys. Peace and unity, brother. Peace and love. So now we're back at the hideout. Cleon says that the Saracens need some help. They've been having a few issues with the Jones Street boys. Oh, Jesus Christ. 
Yeah. Uh, both of these are in the movie, but I think the Saracens are only mentioned in the movie. Mm. There's a lot of references to the original Greek story, like the Saracens. Cleon, is his name is a reference. Ajax okay. is one of the fighters. Uh, there, there's a couple more that I'm not remembering, but uh, they're having, you know, Cleon thinks the warriors should help with this situation, and by helping the Saracens, who are a bigger gang, it would kind of put them on the Rift's map so they can get an invite to this meeting. So... Cochise and Cowboy head to Bensonhurst. They speak with the Saracens. Turns out that a bunch of dirty cops are working with the Jones gang. Mm-hmm. And the plan is to basically steal a bunch of shit, plant it on the dirty cops, plant it in the Jones gang in their hideout, and frame up everybody. So you tell the dirty cops, like, man, yeah, I don't even know. Like, they ripped us off. They have all this stuff. The dirty cops are like, dude, what the fuck? Like, you owe us some of this cut, Jones Street boys. What's going on? Yeah. So they start arresting them. Then the real cops show up. <gasps> <laughs> and they're like, how about you open that trunk? And they're like, what are you talking about? We're taking these scumbags. And it's like, ah, open the trunk. Oh, snap. We had an anonymous tip. They arrest the dirty cops. And the Saracens are thrilled. They're like, dude, like, we don't know how to thank you. We are going to put in a good word with the Gramercy riffs. Can't promise you anything, but we got your back. So, now you got the good rep. Oh, yeah. Now you're going to get into that meeting. You're making friends in the right places. Mm-hmm. So now we go back in time to a year ago. Again, none of this is in the movie. The movie is just the action of them getting home. Yeah. So we'll get to that in a second. But I'm going to try to fly through a lot of this backstory. Yeah, this is just how the gang formed, yeah. right? You start with Cleon used to be a destroyer. He, Him and, and Virgil were supposed to be equals. Virgil's a dick. He ends up leaving. Uh, you cut out. You, I don't know what you cut away. I wrote this down. It means nothing to the story. I don't know why it exists, but for some reason, you cut away to two cops named Harrison and Garrison on a stakeout. <laughs> yeah, that was weird. I just thought their names oh, that's Harrison the and Garrison were. <laughs> no, I don't know who the fuck these guys are. I just like the names. Yeah, and they don't come back, so that's fun. They might be in, I don't know, they might be in the game somewhere, but Cleon and the guy he's with, I don't know who it is. I think it's Swan. Yeah. No, yeah. no so. we meet Swan in a second. It might be Ajax. It's I don't remember. Somebody. Right no. now, there's two of you. Yeah. Uh, you go to get a bag for the destroyers. You deliver it to the Satan's mothers. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and it's a whole scam. Virgil basically set you to get your ass kicked. Oh, that's and... why those cops were watching the drop point. And he had, oh, to, okay. he had to distract them. Apparently, you call them and say, yeah, this is down the station. We need you to get out of there. This oh, is before that cell phones, so. Yeah, I guess. It was I weird. Before a fucking caller ID, even. Yeah. And then you go back to Virgil. You're like, what the fuck? He's like, oh, sorry. It was totally a setup. Gotcha, bro. <laughs> and he laughs at him. Cleon threads him. He's like, I'm out. So he's like, we're going to start a new gang. So the two of them, I forget who the other guy is, but now you meet Cowboy and Swan, who at a street brawl competition called the Junkyard Challenge, obviously. King of the Hill style. Yeah. And they... End up winning. They crew up with Cleon and the other person who's... I Maybe it's Ajax. I don't know. No, no Ajax, Ajax comes with it really, it really does not matter. Maybe it was Ash, the guy that died. Anyway. Very well could have been. They crew up with you and, and fucking Swan's like, well, Cowboy's got to come too. He's like, yeah, we need bodies. Get in here. Mm-hmm. And then you we're still... We're back in June now, 1978. We're still building the Warriors. This is where Ajax and Snow... Uh, come on board by getting beaten in and then they go to like get some ladies when the destroyers attack and 
they take their vests, they get them back, and Ajax takes this opportunity to go get laid. That's kind of a, a theme for Ajax, mm-hmm. which explains his actions in the movie a little bit better. But uh, they chase him. They meet up with the rest of the group. They end up not fighting. Cochise shows up. He wants in on the gang, but they says they're all full up, so you got to go get a bopper's hat, a size nine, which is pretty sure that's chump slap size. I have written down, is this a personal attack? (laughs) For those of you that don't know hat sizes, uh, if you want to buy a Major League Baseball cap from New Era, they don't make them above eight. Eight's fucking big. Eight looks like a child's hat on chump slap's head. (laughs) It sure does. So I think a size nine is where you're starting. I think so. So you fight Big Mo from the boppers. You kick his ass. You take his hat. And then bring it back. Fucking Cochise is in. You find Fox. Uh, he and Vermin have to hunt down an errand boy. Fucking whatever. You cut away to Cyrus. This time, Masai goes to each gang. This appears to be the invitations now for the meeting. Yeah. And Luther and the rogues are like, yeah, we'll be there. Because that's how he talks. Mm-hmm. Which is very cartoony in the game. Much more menacing in the movie. And then now we're in the intro to the movie again, which we saw at the beginning of the game. And this is where the movie's starting. So most of the actions here are from the movie. They're usually like there's way fewer street brawls in the movie. Like there's a couple where they really throw down, but not one every 10 seconds like in the game. But, you know, it's a game. You got to have have that. So we're now in the opening sequence. We see Cyrus get shot by Luther. Luther's like, it was the Warriors. The Warriors did it. And in the chaos, everyone's like, what are you talking about? Like, it was them. Get him. So Cleon, the leader of the Warriors, immediately gets taken by the Rifts, and he is killed here. Is he? I thought he was arrested. No, he's no, he killed. Oh, okay. It's not clear in the movie either. Like, they just see him beating the shit out of him. Yeah. And then that's it. The rest of the Warriors bust through a fence. They barely escape. And then Swan and Ajax think this is a great time in the cemetery next to the park to bitch about who's in charge. Makes sense. So they run to get there to get to the subway. There's a brief run-in with the Turnbull ACs where they have this death car, which you do see in the movie. Like, it drives past, and they're kind of hiding. Mm-hmm. But but it's not a chase sequence like this until they make a run for the, the train. And then you get they get split up. Some... At, from here on out in the movie, there's just different groups and different people getting split up and meeting again together because meeting took place in what was supposed to be Gramercy Park, which is way north of the Bronx, which is a long way from Coney Island. 100 miles. There's no fucking way it's 100 miles. <laughs> <laughs> like, you can walk from one end of Manhattan to the other in a couple hours. Yeah. Like, it's not that big. It's probably, I don't know, 10 if I had to guess, but that might be a little high. I should have probably looked it up. I'll look it up matter. before the end of this. And then uh, they think they're home free. They get on the train, and then they're like, oh, this is awesome. So we head back to Masai saying he wants the Warriors dead or alive. And then we get another radio report saying to be look out for the Warriors. The whole town is getting notified the Warriors are enemy number one. Everyone is looking out for the Warriors. But this part I didn't put together till right now, that even in the film, the Warriors don't understand till way late in the movie that this oh, happened. Oh, yeah, yeah. They have like, no why the idea. We, why is their head on us? They, they're they just trying to get home and going through a bunch of different turf, and all the gangs are coming after them. They're like, oh, this is just regular gang shit. And it's not till they're almost home where they're like, wait, everyone thinks we killed Sire? Like, way <laughs> yeah, later. Yeah. But uh, Masai heard the, tr- the Turnbulls blew it, and the Warriors got away. So we're back with Luther. This is exactly the scene from the movie. He and all the rogues know that Luther killed Cyrus. So they want to find the Warriors before anyone else does basically kill them. 
and Just get away, away with it. Scott it yeah. So the train the Warriors are on comes to a stop. Turns out there's a station fire that basically stops the train. And the Warriors, the best line is when he's like, they're like, oh, crap, we got to stop. We got to walk. We got to figure it out. And he's like, maybe we should think about who set that fire. Mm -hmm. So they continue on and they run into the orphans, (laughs) which I assume are a gang of orphans. They really never go into it. And uh, the main guy, Sully, he gets a little bit flattered by the Warriors. They're like, oh, yeah, man, we're just we're just looking to get through. We don't want to start anything. Uh, everybody fucking knows about the orphans. Like, the orphans are big time, bro. <laughs> and then I just have my note, gang politics are weird. Yeah, yeah. And then they're like, okay, fine, you guys can pass through. And then Mercy shows up, this woman by the name of Mercy, and she starts shit and demands a vest and then tells Sully that, hey, these guys, you can't just let a gang walk through your territory. Like, they gotta at least lose the colors. They gotta take off the vest. <laughs> and the warrior's like, go fuck yourself. Mm. So the orphans come down on them, they run away, the cops show up, everybody breaks up. And I want to say in the movie that the cops weren't looking for them really? Yeah, then why would they be looking for the warriors? I mean, as far as the cops know, there was a huge gang meeting, the leader guy got shot cuz they're corrupt. Everyone says it's the warriors, but they're like, I guess if we see warriors, we'll arrest them, whatever. Yeah, yeah. And then you uh, oh, boy, so that you get away, you throw a Molotov at a car, it blows up. Uh, you regroup, you run out, and you get to uh, you head on the way back to Union Station because the point is to meet at Union if you get separated. Mm-hmm. So another cutaway to the rogues. They're like, dude, what are you doing? And, and the famous line from Luther that's told you, he's like, because I'm having a good time. Mm-hmm. That's a famous line. It's it, his it second be. famous one. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> and then we get to uh, the Warriors leave the station. They have the fight with the baseball furies. Mm-hmm which is fucking epic in the movie. It's awesome. I know. I know. Look, I know this is ridiculous. I know it is. And everyone involved in the making of this film knows it's ridiculous, but they take it so seriously. <laughs> it's fucking awesome. And then after they fight, Ajax sees this lady sitting by herself on a bench. <laughs> so fucking dumb. And he's like, hey, you need help with something? Whatever. And everyone's like, yo, we need to get home because... Not sleazy not, at all. It's not, it's not safe here. He's like, no, I'm going to sit here and talk to this lady. Yeah. And then he ends up getting arrested because she's an undercover cop. And, he, and he's trying to trying rape her. Rape her. <laughs> yeah. 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 For sure. Being way too handsy. We don't really need to go anymore in that sense. No, no, he gets arrested. He punches some cops, but he's not dead. He's arrested. Mm-hmm. So the three of the warriors, they make it to the Union Station and they run into another gang called the Lizzie's. And uh, we don't really like we get more into their gang here. We don't get into it much in the movie. It's a, it's a gang of women. Uh, they're at this house party. They take the three warriors back. I believe it's Cochise. Rembrandt and Vermin. Rembrandt and Vermin. Yeah, Rembrandt is the only one that's like, hey, I don't think this is fucking cool. Yeah. And then the Lizzie's are like, oh, you guys are the warriors. And they're like, yeah, I'm surprised you know us. They're like, oh, you're the guys that killed Cyrus. And then they pull out guns and start, you know, take, yeah, try that's to take how them out. They finally, figure out that that's why people are after them. Yes, this is the moment where they're like, "Wait a minute! Everyone thinks we killed Cyrus." <laughs> I'm not mad at it because it makes sense if their whole purpose was to get home after the fight. It also explains why they were so like, oh, "I don't know. Let me go talk to these ladies for a minute." You know what I mean? Like, yeah, but why? They heard the they the were hit. at the place where Cyrus got. Jumped and they know that they heard the hit on. on the fucking radio for them. They didn't hear that. Well, until... I don't know if they heard that. Oh but yeah, you're right. They that were still a... there. They were there when they yelled, "The Warriors did it!" Yeah, but that was just that one fucking weird dude, Luther. 
And then all these guys that are trying to fight them aren't saying anything. Well, I guess the mimes. Why would they? But I don't think the. Well, I think the orphans. Furies don't talk either. The orphans were too small time, so they probably didn't even get invited to the meeting. Yeah. I mean, maybe if they were listening to the radio, they heard the news. But if you were small time, wouldn't you be? Well, yeah, because they were just sitting on a stoop when they came through, right? Yeah, they were just there. Yeah, you're right. And then, uh, so after the Lizzie's, uh, for a lot of the movies, Swan is walk. I don't know why they keep taking Mercy with them everywhere, but he basically took her, and she's they're running into the five others at Union Station. And uh, this is also, at some point here, I forgot to write it down, but Fox actually does get killed. Oh, yeah, cop throws him on the fucking tracks. Yeah. Yeah, they're fighting on a platform, and Swan and Mercy get away. Fox gets killed on the train track. I believe that happened earlier. I forgot to write it down, yeah. but he is dead. So Cleon and Fox are dead. Mm-hmm. And then outside, Swan and Mercy run into the three other guys that just left the Lizzie's, Cochise, Rembrandt, and Berman. So there's like the five of them, and then the dudes on roller skates come by, and uh, it's a it's a group called the Punks, and uh, they have this aw- in the movie. It's an awesome bathroom fight scene. Like it's close quarters. It's fucking rough. Yeah. Like people actually got hurt. It was all stunt men doing the whole thing. Like it was p- gnarly. All right. I'll take your word for it. Mm-hmm. And then we get a cutaway also from the movie where we're with Masai. And he's like, hey, this guy's here. Uh, Masai doesn't say this. One of the guys that comes to him says, you got you to listen to what he has to say. And this is where basically the Gramercy Riffs find out it wasn't the Warriors. Just because one rando says that? Well, I mean, one rando said that the Warriors did it, too. That's Touché. true. Touche. <laughs> and it was just someone yelling in a crowd. It yeah, wasn't even right. someone they saw. There there must have been a glitch here. Because there's this is a great scene in the movie where they're on the train they're dirty. They're exhausted. They've been running all fucking night. They're gross. And then this, these other teens come on. Like these, it must, it was like a prom day or something like that. Oh, yeah, yeah. Where they're all dressed up in dresses and tuxes and they see them sitting there and they're just fucking staring them down. But it lost all tension, all any kind of good semblance of storytelling because the ladies were, they had mustaches? Yeah. Yeah. Oh really? I didn't even notice like, that. It, it was like a glitch or something. Like they, they, the dudes should have had the mustaches, but the ladies did. So I thought that was very funny to me. Nice. I thought I was like, whatever. <laughs> so the warriors finally get on the train to Coney Island. Finally, and they're they're home. They're walking around. They get they get stalked a little bit by a vehicle. Turns out it's the rogues guys. They made it all the way down. Wow. And then Swan's like, I'm gonna, everybody like tooled up. Oh, he didn't say tooled up. He says whatever. Everyone's packing. That's what he says. Yeah. They're all like, yeah, we got knives and bats somehow. So, because they were just, they just got there. They didn't go home and get bats. No. So they're walking around and, and Swan's like, I'm going to lead Luther out. Uh, we're going to beat the shit out of him. And this is like a big fight in the end of the game. In the movie, it's just him and Luther. And you run into some rogues with guns. Luther gets stabbed when Swan throws a knife at his hand when he has a gun. And then the wrists show up. <gasps> what happens then? So at this point, they know that Cyrus was killed by the rogues. So Ooh. they walk up. They're talking to the warriors. They're like, warriors, we've been looking for you. And they're just standing there like badasses. Well, they're surrounded by Gramercy Rifts. They're not going anywhere. Yeah. There's like 60 goddamn dudes that came down. So the rogues are there. The warriors are there. The fighting stopped. When the Gramercy Riffs show up, they're like, uh, they're like, are we, uh, are we good? And he's like, Warriors? Yeah, you're good. Like, we're good. We're here for him. And then that's where Luther just falls apart. He's like, no, what? No, like, it wasn't me. It was them. They killed Cyrus. Nobody's buying what he's selling. Hmm. 
And then you see, you don't see it as much in the game, but in the movie, the warriors start to sweat real hard. Like, uh, or the, sorry, the rogues start to sweat real hard. They're like, oh, fuck. Yeah, they're all fucked because of Luther being a crazy person. <laughs> right. Uh, in the movie, all the Gramercy riffs move out of the way. The warriors get to walk away. And then you hear whatever happened to Luther. We're left with the imagination, but it's probably not great. Probably at least what happened to Cleon. <laughs> yeah. At least. <laughs> And then you hear the final radio broadcast, just like in the film, where they're basically, and I'm paraphrasing, but they're like, whoops, my bad, Warriors. <laughs> uh, turns out the early reports were wrong. Uh, good luck out there, guys. Sorry, two of your dudes are dead, and one's in jail. Yeah, what are you going to do? Shit happens. Uh, Price of being in the game. So that's it. That's the game. We did it. We got through all of it. Uh, amazing film. But I really want to hear what you guys have to say about the story just as it pertains to the game. So let's start with Dr. Scientist. Mm-hmm. Dr. S. Uh, did watching this video make you want to go out there and bop? <laughs> nice. Uh, did the story work for you, or was it a bunch of slop? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And what score out of 27 stars do you think you'd give it, and is it at the top? Oh, that's not the worst ending you've had. Oh, no, that's probably one of the best. He's had. Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Top five. Would I play it? No. Did the story work for me? What's the point of the story? They get <laughs> it's a gang that gets framed for a murder and then they're not. Framed. They go home and they're not. Yeah, They framed. have to make it home. It's the journey home. Basically. Is there some kind of uh, societal movie. message in the movie that I'm missing in the game? Absolutely fucking not. Oh, like, it okay. Is nonsense, dude. It's that's what's the beauty of the movie, and you guys gotta check it out because it takes place in dirty ass seventies New York. Nice. Where you're like, there probably are gangs, and then you look at these gangs, like, dude, we know the gangs aren't. They're not rolling around roller skates. Get the fuck out of yeah, here. Yeah, this is this is like some Midwesterners idea of what gangs are. Yes, absolutely. And if you understand that watching the movie, you're going to have so much of a better time. But uh, it doesn't maybe. make this game story any better. <laughs> That's understandable. I, I could see where you get that. <laughs> uh, it's just ridiculous to me that there's all these gangs running around. I don't know. Maybe the seventies are slightly different than what I would expect. Can you count sucker? <laughs> <laughs> Can you dig it? That's the thing Shaq says all the time. That was the best part of this game right there. <laughs> it was when Cyrus said, can you dig it? Yeah, that was pretty good. Dude, that's that's what's great about the movie because that's the first five minutes and then you're like, who is this guy? This movie's going to be sick. And then he gets <laughs> shot. You're like, what the fuck just happened? Yeah, so without any knowledge of the story from the movie or anything, play, uh, watching this one, it just seemed pointless to me. It's just a game where gangs fight. Well, first half of the game, you have to uh, build fight up gangs, rap, build up rap. You mean fighting gangs to get to the big meeting? And hey, let's tag their tag. That's the biggest. That's the biggest insult you can have. I I know where you're going with this, and I realize how silly this is. I can't argue. <laughs> I can't argue. Like it's ridiculous. It's and you're right. They you're you start the gang, you get your rep up, you get invited to the meeting. You get blamed, and you have to go home. That's yeah, the whole that's game. The, that's it. the entire game. Yep. There's no redeeming quality to anybody in the movie. No, they are scum- they've are they always been scumbags. Like No one likes yeah. them as people. I mean, in the first five minutes of the game, they passively let some guy r- almost rape a girl. Like, hey, we got to go fight somebody. He's like, all right, I'll stop. Yeah, the deterrent is, dude, seriously, come on. We got to go fight these guys <laughs> for spray painting something. Yeah. 
so stop with the sexual assault for a minute. So yeah, the story didn't really work for me. Okay, is what I'm saying. That's fine. And uh, the stars, I'm gonna have to rank it lower than Saints Row and GTA Three, I think, which is as close to this game as I could figure. Yeah, I'm gonna give it. Yeah, it's better than Shaq Fu. I'll give it two stars. Damn, that's cold. That is cold. <laughs> that's cold. I think it had. I don't know. We'll get to what I'm thinking. Uh, yeah. I, 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 how do you think this story is any better than not good at all? Patump slap. Well, I'll, I'll answer a couple questions for you. Uh, did watching this video make you want to bop? <laughs> make you want to bop? <laughs> make you want to go out there and crack some skulls? Nice. Did the story work for you? Skulls is not easy to run. <laughs> it's a lot easier than you think it is. Just a bunch of balls. No, I wouldn't have gone that way. There you go. And what score out of 27 stars do you think you'd mull over? Mm. You should have stuck Nailed with it. the first one. That was fun. I shouldn't have done skulls. I, I got too big for my britches. I thought you were going to do <laughs> I thought you were going to do bop again because there's plenty of different words that rhyme with bop. It's so good. Uh, let's see. I don't want to play the game, so no. This didn't make me want to play. It's just like a beat em up. There's not even any guns or anything. <laughs> no, it's it's a uh, apparently from what I saw, and not that this matters because this isn't the story, mm. but from from what I saw, each one of your fighters that the the people you play with and the warriors they all have different fighting styles. Oh, okay. and then all the gangs have different fighting styles. Right. So there's a lot of fighting beat 'em up variety, but that doesn't come through in the story, obviously. Yeah, did the story work for me? Okay, let's see here. No, but. Almost. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Uh, like we said, you're just building up rep to get invited to some meeting. You have no idea what this fucking meeting's about. You're just like, well, we want to go. I mean, you could have just showed up. You knew where it was and everything. That's true. Like yeah, it was, they were checking bracelets at the door. I know. What the yeah. Fuck? Did they take roll at the door? Like to make sure everybody was there? Yeah. Because Cyrus even says in the meeting, he's like, we got 100 gangs here. There's 100 more. Yeah. He's like, there's nine people from 100 different gangs. Good thing the Warriors are here. They only have nine people. And they didn't even have nine That's people true. there. Didn't they? Did you count? I, I didn't count. There were only like six. Well, when they were running back, going oh, back home, well, there was like six or seven. All right. Whatever. It doesn't matter. But I don't know. The whole movie part, I guess, made a little more sense. Because they, they get blamed for a murder, and they're just they going home. They don't even know. They're like, all right, well, that was a cool meeting. <laughs> Ended pretty quickly and abruptly when that guy got shot. But <laughs> let's just go home. And everyone's trying to kill him. The, well, we we went over it. It doesn't, it doesn't make sense. It's stupid. But I'm a little more generous than scientists with the stars here. I was going to give it a... You got to give it whatever you want to give it. I don't know. I'll give it a six. Okay. I mean, okay. it's not complete garbage and it kind of made me want to watch it. But then I was like, why would I want to watch it? Because I just figured I just saw everything that happened. Yeah. It's still worth it, dude. I'm telling you. Give right. it like a year. Watch it in a year when you forgot all this shit. I'll forget about this next week. So. All right. Give it two weeks. <laughs> all right. Watch it. Watch it around Christmas. We'll Sounds do an episode good. about it. <laughs> yeah. So that's that. I'll give it a six. All right. Big six bean. Got it. <laughs> well, we'll give it to Mr. Disappointed over here and see what he has to say. Oh. When did Papa Scotch become Mr. Disappointed? I don't know. I think he's disappointed with our scores. Oh, oh, oh. <laughs> no. Well, ask me questions. And I'll all right. It. All right. 
did watching this video make you want to bop? <laughs> yeah, nice. <laughs> Was the story pretty good? Make you say don't stop. Nice. And out of 27 stars, how many did this game cop? Oh, nice. Just like a feel. Did watching nice. the video make me want to play it? It didn't. Well, it kind of did. And I did try to play it because it, I had it for PS4 at some point. It was free. Yeah, yeah. And, but dude, it was. I tried to play it on PS5, and there was a warning before it that said there's compatibility setting issues. I'm like, what the fuck is this? And then there'd be like just menus and prompts that were gone. Like you literally couldn't play it. <laughs> what? You couldn't read the text. Like I couldn't get past the main menu because I couldn't read the text. <laughs> That's stupid. Because it was like black on black. That not that that matters for the story. But yeah. um, I know that one of our mutual friends, uh, Aaron, he mm-hmm. uh, big fan of this game. Really. Uh, I'm not, it's, well, it also came out in 2005, which was way late into the PS2 era. So I, I missed it, but maybe I might give it a go because I hear great things about the gameplay. Now, did the story work for me? I think the movie's fantastic. I think I've been pretty clear about that. (laughs) Uh, I did watch it again for this and was reminded about how great it was, but I completely see a hundred percent how you guys got to your point without knowing anything about the movie or ever seeing it, because I think it works as a movie in that part of the story. I think it does work as a game as far as gameplay goes and giving you enough motivation to do the next thing. Yeah, yeah. But as a cohesive game story with with this element at the end, I don't think it worked out that well. Oh, it was a big nothing. I think if they made the last third or the last quarter of the game basically the movie and really like ratcheted up the pace like i thought it it could be really cool Mm -hmm. but they didn't do that And there were so many slowdowns there were so many like stealth sections there was um i just i I think the story worked better as a hour and 40 minute movie by far okay Uh, maybe you could expand the whole thing with a tv show at some point and do some backstory and see some characters actually grow but they never grow they're just scumbag gang guys the entire time yeah so uh final score then uh, so the story worked for me like 60%, maybe. But final score, I'm going to be a little bit more generous than you guys. And I think part of that might be nostalgia. Part of that might be because I saw the movie, I have more context of what's going on. So yeah. it makes more sense to me. It is fucking nonsense. I know it's nonsense. It's part <laughs> of the beauty. But I'm going to give it an 8. Oh, yeah, that's not terrible. Mm. Um, I was going to go crazy and give it like a 20 because... <laughs> This isn't the movie. It's a game, and it's its own thing, and it needs to stand on its own. I don't think the movie would get 20. Uh, you watch it. You tell me. <laughs> so what's that? 16 total? 16, yeah. Yeah. It's got to be high near the top. It's nowhere near the top. It's one point better than D. We gave out a 15. Oh, wow. Oh, wow. Uh, we gave a 16 to Nightmare Before Christmas, Oogie's Revenge. Oogies? Sorry, that was a 17. Sorry. <laughs> Oogie's Revenge. All right. Oogie's. Do I keep saying it wrong every <laughs> yes. time? What do I say? Oogie's? Oogie. Oogie boogie. It doesn't matter. Oogie boogie. Oogie. Oogie's Revenge. Why? It's I don't. A, it's like boogie, man. I don't need to keep doing this. No. <laughs> uh, yeah. And then we gave After Fallen Sanity an 18. So that's kind of in the neighborhood, but it is two points better than Kill Zone 2. Yeah. I'll give it that. So there you go. Can't believe it got um, as good as After Fallen Sanity. That was pretty decent, I thought. I Maybe I scored it less at the time. It's only hindsight. Yeah, who knows? Can't we're not going to question the system because no, it's no, perfect. No, 
So that being said, I mean, unless you guys want to talk more about that, I could talk about this movie for nine more hours, by the way. I got to go to work. I'm all right. (laughs) Okay, well, you got other stuff to do. So how about then we uh, go ahead and move into our favorite segment of every week, which is Dr. Scientist's classic 90s album, Lock of the Week. 90s music on the hour or something. It's close to the hour anyway. Yeah, right. Every week we ask Dr. Scientist for a guaranteed 90s album banger, and he never lets us down. This week... Dr. Scientist, what do you got for us? Well, we're getting to the nitty-gritty at the end of the year, so I had to cut down the list a bit. Mm-hmm. Just, okay. just take really those I wanted to talk about. Uh, this one was released on August 22nd, 1995. 95. August 22nd, 1995. Okay. Smack dab in the middle. Yeah, right in the middle. There. Close enough to the middle. Right. All right. The name of this album comes from a Jim Carroll's poem, in the basketball who wrote famously wrote the basketball diaries the poem goes i looked out on the big field it opens like the cover of an old bible the album name oh they're paws trampling yeah you got it it's the out come the wolves, out come the wolves. Uh, they actually say that part in the yeah they do in the album yeah and who sings that for the people out there rancid rancid i was thinking of doing let's go but i chose this one instead they're both excellent albums you can't do going wrong with either of them I like this one. Yeah. It's got Ruby Soho, the remake of Roots Radicals, Maxwell Murder. The Maxwell Murder, the way it starts, is a great beginning to an album. Olympia, Washington, you know. Yeah, it's damn good. Good good 90s punk. Yeah. I'm going to listen to it on the way home. Great album. Listen to it. Listen to all rancid stuff. Yeah, give them a, give them a spin. Particularly Let's Go and, uh, and Out Come the Wolves. I'm more of a Let's Go fan, but I do love me some Out Come the Wolves. Mm, yeah, I, I really love Let's Go, but Out Come the Wolves just has, I think, is... Has more bangers. Yeah. Well, there you go. Alcon the Wolves by Rancid. And again, listen to their entire discography. You won't be let down. That being said, let's go ahead and move into our favorite segment of every week, which is Chomp Slaps. Who would win in a fight? Who's going to win in this fight today? I don't really know. Whoa. It's a game about fighters, so let's see what you got. Uh, so every week, we give Chump Slap three different scenarios of who would win in a fight, one from the game we just talked about, one from gaming in general, and one from history and or celebrity. This week, holy crap, we got a billion characters to choose from, which we don't often have. They're and a lot same. of them have been fighting and fight each other. Yeah. So uh, let's try to think outside the box a little bit here. Um, let's have some fun with it. All right. Who do you think would win the fight if Harrison and Garrison had to square? <laughs> the only reason he brought them up. <laughs> <laughs> they were a big chunk of the flashback, though. We don't know much about Harrison and Garrison. No. Well, Harrison and Garrison. Garrison and Harrison. I'd probably have to go with Harrison. Because okay. uh, he had a better jacket. That's what I was thinking, too. Yeah, he had a better jacket. I think he answered the phone. He was the one more in charge. He's the one who's like, all right, we got to get out of here. Yeah. You think he's kind of like the boss of those two? Like, yeah, I think they had like a fight to see who was the higher up, and Harrison won already. So that checks out. Yeah. I'll buy that. Yeah. With as much information as we have about them, I'd buy that. Yeah, definitely Harrison. Garrison's a, pff, he's got a plantar fasciitis too, so he can't really. <laughs> <laughs> His third wife left him two weeks before that. So yeah, he's not really been, into it. <laughs> no, his heart's not there. Yeah, ever since that ulcer. Anyway, so there you go. Harrison would be Garrison. Uh, now, a question from gaming in general. Who do you think would win the fight between Katana 
from the Mortal Kombat series mm-hmm. versus Chun Li from the Street Fighter series. Oh shit! I'd probably go with Chun Li. I mean, she's fit as hell. Yeah, and just she can kick so much faster. That's true. What's katana? Is she the the fans? Is that no, katana? No, she has katanas. Yeah. Does she have swords? Katanas. Who am I thinking of? Melina? Melina. Yeah, yeah. Melina's got the fans. The fans in the mouth? All right, katana. The Isn't swords. there a jade also? One of them has size. Yeah, I thought katana had size. That's what I, I'm going to have to look it up. But uh, yeah, I'd have to say Chun-Li. Yeah, she does have a fan. All right, well, there you go. <laughs> Chun-Li. Yeah, she does a fan. Hmm. There's not much to say. She's got a fan. She kicks ass. What else do we need to say? So, final one, and this is uh, probably the most difficult one you're ever going to have. Oh. I'm just going to be honest. This is a question from history. Mm-hmm. All right. And the question is, who would win the fight between two big fucking heavyweights? Jimmy Carter versus Bill Clinton. <sighs> Jimmy I Carter. thought mine was better. <laughs> <laughs> Jimmy Carter... We're saying at the prime. No, he's talking about right now. <laughs> right now. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Uh, I mean, Jimmy Carter's still out there building fucking houses. Yeah. Still hammering shit together at 98 or whatever it is. Yeah, I'd have to go with Carter. He just, okay. he's more of a, a man's man. He's tougher. But, can handle himself in a fight, I assume. But Bill Clinton's always about sex, drugs, and rock and roll, man. Yeah, not about fighting. He is more of a lover, I think. Yeah, he's a lover, not a fighter. You got that. I don't think Jimmy Carter's a fighter. <laughs> <laughs> That's why it's so evenly matched, guys. I know. This is a tough one, but I'm going to have to go with Carter because he's he knows his way around a hammer. Let's say that. Okay. I don't okay. think Clinton can build a house. I don't think he can play the sax I that well I can't argue that. I don't think he could ever play the sax that well. Better than I could. You don't know that. I do. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Let's say then someone had uh, some fan fiction about Jimmy Carter hammering away with Bill Clinton's <laughs> sacks. Uh, where could they send that email to, Sir Chompslap? Send it to plytime at gmail.com. I'll read and respond because that's what I does. And then uh, for you there, Dr. Scientist, where could people get to us faster on the socials to elaborate that the Warriors took a 28-mile trip from Mount Vernon <laughs> to Coney Island? Because I did remember to look it up. Where nice. would they send those to, Dr. Scientist? In one... All right. They can say at Plytom on Instagram or Twitter as long as that exists. And you could stop by the Reddit and post a picture of, I don't know, Papa Scotch fighting a gang of mimes. Awesome. I'd love to have that. A, g- a gang of video game mimes. Ooh. Yeah, we're going to need someone to do that so I can get uh, the oil painting done based off that and then hang it in my living room forever. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, you can also head over to YouTube, like, subscribe there. really helps us out. Go to the Plotty Time store, plottytime.com which takes you to our eBay storefront and some still get some derf shirts. Oh, there's there. still, still a couple there. <laughs> Barely any. And Barely why not our the stock fuck you Brandon shirts? Dangerously low. <laughs> I don't want to make fuck you Brandon shirts. I, don't, I feel like, I feel like it's mocking them, which is the correct thing to do, but they wouldn't get that. No, but you have sales. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> they would just think it's the new fuck Joe Biden. Yeah. I know. That's what's funny well, about it. We could make money. <laughs> we could profit off their stupidity. Yeah. All right. Well, anyway, so uh, as always, shout out to Blaine JJ, Drago the Slago, Ham Man, and the person in our hearts, Luis Guzman. Tune again next week for a brand new episode. And as always, do not trust Dr. Scientist. Talk to you later. Peace. Peace. Peace.